Hello, Tom, and thank you for joining us here on the Jack X podcast. Just to start right off the bat, because I know we have so much interesting stuff to talk about. Uh, could you just, you know, introduce yourself uh, in, in your company quickly for everybody, and then we can just jump right into all the exciting stuff. Yeah, sure. So, um, Tom Middleton, as you probably got from here, um, like one-line elevator pitch for a game studio who create brand experiences. And our focus, like at the moment, is uh, working with agencies like Jack to take their kind of high-profile clients and bring them into Roblox uh, based around what they may be interested in or around the platform. Uh, just looking at us as a company where I'll give you some random stats, uh, like 15.6 million-ish unique plays, about a million fifty thousand monthly active users and six game titles or two in production uh we've got everyone from small tech companies to fortune 100s working with us uh and the hope is that we get more of kind of um the audiences that is interested in agencies like jack secondly interested in roblox Oh, God, that's awesome. So just to even break that down further, essentially, <laughs> you know, Roforco is, you know, helping brands to get into essentially one of the busiest gaming platforms that exists currently. Right. That's a fair. That's fair to say. Yeah. So. Yeah, it would be fair to call. I mean, even in my presentation, when is doing the Roforco Jack Morton thing. Um, it, I would say it's the number one gaming platform, mainly just because it's got both the users to rival against, you know, any other... If I'm looking at the tree out of, like, Fortnite and Minecraft, it's got the most users that's existed for the longest. Um, and then secondly, it's got this entire user-generated content thing, which is where any player can become a developer. It, like, the one-line summary is... Uh, Unity plus like the App Store and like 55 million daily active users. That's pretty much Roblox, and that's why it's got a lot of volume for both players and developers who are just making experiences at face value. And then, secondly, all the brands who are like, hey, this sounds like a cool thing to do and sounds like a cool way to reach Gen Z and Gen A. That's incredible. And, you know, just just for anyone listening who, you know, maybe actually doesn't have kids, because it's funny, I find that it's parents who are more familiar with Roblox than, than most other groups, you know, like, Roblox isn't a single game, you know, it is a massive platform with this, as you were saying, this incredible amount of user generated, you know, gaming opportunities and spaces. And I mean, realistically, probably, yeah. yeah, 40 million. Thank you. Like, that's to start off, you know, uh, if we if we heard that that amount of audience numbers on any platform, people would be like, "Well, why am I not there?" Which is kind of crazy. Uh, and you know, Roblox has you know been around for a while. And then you add in like uh, ten billion engagement hours. I mean, it's almost insane. Yeah, yeah. Like those numbers <laughs> almost sound fake. You know, like do you ever feel that way when you're kind of working through some of your presentations and pitches? You're like, these seem too big. I mean, yeah, I, I kind of get it, even with our own experiences, like just walking up and saying, hey, we've got 15.6 million plays across our few games. When you look at like the grand scheme of Roblox, I mean, it's existed, you know, almost probably like two decades since the really, really early 2000s. And it's been growing, growing. It's even on the New York Stock Exchange, probably one of the big like, I don't know about Minecraft, but I know Epic isn't on the Stock Exchange. So Roblox is public valuation and everything. Um at 40 something billion dollars as well. So I've kind of just been desensitized to the huge numbers that you get uh, in or around the platform. 
Same thing for brands even. Uh, most experiences kind of fetching millions and millions of plays, thousands of concurrent users. Yeah, it's, I mean, I've, I find the scale almost just, you know, incredible, incredible to think of, just when you consider the, the potential. And I mean, we've been, I feel like as an industry and as a culture, we've been in kind of this space for the past, I'd say five years or so, where gaming, everybody recognizes that gaming is this massive growing industry that it can't be ignored that it's, it's frankly, you know, it's, it's overtaking, you know, TV and, um, and movies as, you know, the lead entertainment uh, kind of arena. But it's still been kind of that place where brands have really struggled to land their feet at least on a mass scale, when you kind of look at other places where, you know, sponsorship exists um, or activations exist, you know, why do you think that is? Do you think that it's brands just aren't taking these platforms and these audiences seriously? Or do you think that they're more just nervous because, you know, it's so new to them? I think probably a combination of the second point and a third factor. So I think some brands that are really interested in doing it properly will take a good like six months or a year uh, beforehand just to figure out, oh, hey, like this is actually what we want generally from the metaverse. I've seen that a lot uh, among a lot of big brands. In terms of landing in gaming, it's a mix, I think, of not fully kind of understanding the user base that they are communicating and being so used to, uh, hey, let's do like a TV or a marketing campaign and not realizing that gaming is kind of a fundamentally different audience. And then on top of that, I think a lot of brands, when they look at something like Roblox for the first time, they are thinking, hey, let's experiment. We've seen all the headlines. We've seen people in or around, in or around our industries thinking about Roblox. Uh, let's do it ourselves. And their first activation is usually an experiment. And from that reason, they're kind of shaky in, hey, what should we actually be doing? So those two things are probably the biggest things that plague most brands today in when they're looking at something like Roblox and being, hey, should we or shouldn't we come on here? Now, if I go into just really quickly how to resolve them, I think um, whenever a brand comes onto Roblox, especially if it's a big one, if it has a huge amount of recognition, um, the first time they do it is probably going to be the biggest possible audience they'll, they'll gain. If you're someone like... Um, I, I don't know, just someone like a fast food, well, like McDonald's or something, right? The first time you come onto Roblox, it's going to be headlines everywhere. You come onto the second time, that shock value has kind of nulled down. Uh, and the same thing with the players and, and people who will be, you know, gaming in these experiences, let's say like McDonald's or I don't know. Um, all of that is going to be far, far, is going to have a lot more attention and interest the first time around. So sometimes you see people brands making these kind of shaky first experience like let's take our small steps into the metaverse and they end up with something smaller than the, what they were expecting and people are like oh hey a brand, another brand's here cool i don't care um so what they should really be focusing on doing is hey let's come in let's do like some uh big amazing move that's never been seen before that will get everyone talking about us uh, and how can we maintain that right and in maintaining that you also then start to think about one of the points i mentioned which is how do you make something like roblox 
saw a brand in Roblox attractive to um, a primarily gaming audience. And that comes in to both the people who are making it. I would advocate as being gamers, like even myself, if I just pause and go about our studio as a quick sales pitch, um, like all of us are gamers and Roblox developers, even myself, I started off working um, on big Roblox games that are now huge, like Liberty County and, and Notoriety. And then I moved on to things like... Um, uh, Chipotle Roblox event. Uh, and the same is true for pretty much everyone who works with us. And as much as I like, I advocate Roblox needs to be done by people who are from the platform because we know uh, instinctually how to make things fun. And that's probably one of the best ways you can get people actually interested in the brand experience. A lot of people, and I covered this even in the earlier Jack talks, of a lot of people will assume, hey, we are... Um, we're a big brand. People are going to flood to us on Roblox. Uh, like Samsung just launched something. They've got like a, I checked a few days ago, like a 46% like ratio um, because their experience isn't like that fun for people on Roblox. And that's reflected in its like ratio. And you would assume, hey, you know, Samsung launches a big like Roblox campaign or whatever else, it's going to be huge. Uh, if your experience is lacking, if it isn't fun, if it doesn't relate to the community slash audience the right way, if it... Um, like fundamentally doesn't kind of meet the unwritten kind of norms of Roblox and fit in, then people are going to think about it either as, hey, this experience isn't fun or it's just a brand advertising to us. And that's also like one of the big things to watch out for in Roblox. You're, it's not something where you should aim to like blatantly come in and say, hey, hey, we're <laughs> like, um, it, it's the equivalent of like going on a date and the, the second you get in, you're like, um, you act very upfront, right? You've kind of, you've got to be very um, kind of subtle about it. I know this is a really weird analogy, but bear with me. Like, no, it's, no, engaging, it's a great yeah, analogy. Yeah. It's a great analogy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, when engaging with the Roblox audience, you want to be on their level and kind of like, hey, we know we're a big brand, but like, let's do something that actually matters to you guys. It's like interesting that helps fix a big problem in the community or whatever else, or like opens up opportunities, like makes a new game that no one's ever thought of before, that type of thing. Um, instead of just being like, hey, we're a big brand, come play our game, you must play our game because we're a big brand and we expect that of you. Um, and what you see is like a lot of brands are following the formula of the second thing because they don't have people who can just sit down and tell them, like, this is what Roblox needs, this is what you should be doing. Mm, yeah, no, and, you know, everything that you're talking about, and what's really great is, you know, what you outlined essentially sounds like the philosophy of why, you know, as CEO and co-founder, you know, why you started Roforco, which is this idea that, you know, you you have to be native or you have to have that understanding of not even just the platform, but the audience. Like that's, you know, it's, it's true with everything. And, you know, what we're talking about right now reminds me so much of early social media days. And we still see brands make this mistake, but, you know, brands were so much in this mindset. Well, we're here. Isn't that enough? Like, don't we get brownie points for like being forward? And it's like, no, you don't. You get points for matching the tone and providing, you know, something of value uh, and really connecting with the audience. And so it's so funny because it feels like we've gone through this transition before, just, you know, a, a, of a different color, so to speak. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think um, it's interesting that like brands get... They, they kind of get brownie points everywhere except Roblox when they come to something like Roblox and say, we're here. Uh, because you have a lot of 
uh, marketers and all the like tech journals being like, oh my God, this brand is now on Roblox, can't play their experience. And then like a good example actually is Gucci, right? It was like the first, I think the first designer brand to ever come on. And everyone went insane. They're like, oh my God, this is awesome. To this day, I can go into a random room and I'm almost certain people will think the Gucci experience was like the best thing Roblox ever had. But if you then look at the counteractive hand of Roblox, it was like one of the most disliked at the time um, events, just primarily because they were you know, selling like luxury designer goods for like Robux through real money um, to the Roblox audience. And nobody like you could have done a lot more things like Gucci, you know, tell your brand story, um, make something like no Gucci simulator. I don't know. Um, you could have done something like that that would have been more interesting instead of just selling virtual items. And the result of that is, hey, you didn't get any kind of good success and you're pretty disliked. And that's something that surprisingly, despite kind of everything I've been and saying and kind of spread this mindset among both the brands we work with and just in general, um, a lot of people still from the brand end and marketing end still seem to be like, oh, hey, we can just do it ourselves. We, um, we think we can get big in Roblox just because we are a big brand. And that is, um, as sad as it is, probably one of the furthest things from the truth. And secondly, just to something you raised earlier, yeah, me and my co-founder, we were both working at um, uh, two different Roblox studios making events and games. Uh, and we were like, hey, we, we know how to do this better. We can be doing this better. And that was literally the inspiration for um, making this because, like, frankly, I think... If you're someone like Samsung, it's going to be very, very hard to convince all of your stakeholders all around the world to let's do Roblox. And if that first Roblox experience is messed up because you're working either with people who don't understand what they're actually supposed to be doing, and I'll touch on that later, um, or secondly, you're kind of thinking about the metaverse wrong, then it's going to be very, very hard to ever kind of say, hey, we should do Roblox again. Because fundamentally, like the first time is always the experiment. Um, and that's problematic because Samsung could do amazing, amazing things or anyone like them, right, on Roblox. But it's going to be hard to do that, like, again and get even the first traction of, oh, my God, Samsung's on Roblox now. Um, because you did the first, like, the first time around you did it wrong. And we want to be preventing that because there are so many huge and interesting brands out there, both with the IP, with the story, um, that could be doing just some incredible, like I'm, I'm gonna like Pepsi, right? They had Concord, right? You could you could pick Concord and Roblox, um, and the imagery and stuff that some brands have that could just go to waste if they're like, oh hey, we'll be cavalier about it. We'll work with the first people we'll find, um, who are just oh we're Roblox developers and make an experience that lands somewhat poorly and never kind of gets a second, uh, chance to get that first amount of reception from everyone everywhere, both on on and out of Roblox, like oh my bloody god, this brand is here now. Um, and secondly, to kind of just touch on the, uh, like, you will bump into people who are doing it wrong. That's, like, incredibly true. You could, A, count probably the studios on Roblox on your fingers on, like, one or two hands. And the sad reality that even me and my co-founder noticed when we were working on Roblox is that all of these studios are aren't actually Roblox developers. They're just business people who are like, or marketing or whatever other industry who are like, hey, Roblox in the metaverse, pretty hot right now. Let's get a studio. Let's hire, ironically, people like me and him uh, to, to work for us. And we'll just have a great activation. They kind of get like 50% of the way there. But again, like there's, there's so much like ability to, to make sure that something is good and works with Roblox when everyone in the chain from uh, a random like contractor to like this C level of a company is all like 
is all people who have worked their entire lives on Roblox and can say, hey, why isn't this working? Or even myself, like I, I popped in today to do a few assets for our F100 project uh, just because, you know, like, A, because I could, because I like it. And secondly, because um, that's the power in having like all of all of your company and everyone involved on a project is from Roblox and understands how to do Roblox right. Um, that's a little tangential, but I mean, I, I'm very, very proud of being able to say, like, we're all from Roblox. And it's it's kind of this nice comparison, right, to just business people who are like, um, being like, hey, you should work with us. We know Roblox. Yeah. And in reality, it's just someone who's hopped onto Roblox in the last several years uh, for the money. Yeah. Well, and th there's a reason that, frankly, you know, an agency like Jack has we have no shame about, you know, working with, with a group like you, because, you know, it, that's, that's where the expertise lies. And I don't think any, I don't think any agencies should have that kind of worry about bringing in other creators into the mix who are that familiar. I mean, I'd love to just, just to build on, you know, what you've been saying, Tom, you know, and, and to explain a little bit more fully, can you just talk a little bit about the kind of support that Roforco offers, you know, to brands who are interested in creating Roblox experiences. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, bluntly, we do everything. Um, we have at like the very minimal level of like going and making a pitch, like we have design teams and even like me and my co-founder and our executives figuring out, Hey, this is a good idea for what a brand could do. And that actually extends like to our entire team. Whenever we were saying, I, I did this yesterday, in fact, in one of our channels on discord, um, of just like, Hey, um, what brands could do you want to work with in Roblox that have a good place? Like the culture of all of us, including um, uh, me and my co-founder is coming up with good and valued ideas that brands will want to use in their activations. And that's the very, like I'm thinking here at the process of pitching and winning over a client, that's where it starts. And then through all of that into development, production, release, we have everything from like most major and um, departments from game development, so things like animation, UI, modeling, programming, like literally the um, essentials of making every game. Then we have things like QA testers to make sure closer to release that the game actually functions. Uh, we have people who can work and make Roblox advertisements, right? Just to advertise on platform when you launch a game. Uh, we know people at Roblox who we can just uh, ask about events and specific permissions for brands um, and then on release we can also build and manage the communities around brands and that's one of the things that um, we, we're set out to do as a contrast of what's been happening is um, you'll see usually an event with a brand will launch or I, I say event it's just because it's distinguished as an event on Roblox but realistically it's just an activation in, in marketing terms uh, you'll see an activation launch and it will have maybe like a two to three week lifespan as do most experiential activations and most people will move on and forget about it. And when you have such big traction for the, to make something incredible, your first time as a brand, um, what we want to do is take that leverage that you can get from the attention and the interest on and off Roblox and turn that into a community and a platform that is, um, Hey, you're a big brand. You have like how many thousand people playing your game each day? Uh, and, you update it each week to give that thousand, however many thousand people, a reason to come back each week and build your game more and more. So what we're saying is 
and trying to do is build successful long-term games and platforms for the brand to then like put in if they have extra campaigns, if they have ambassadors, if they have IP or, or updates they want to give, right? Um, all into kind of Roblox experience, into their Roblox experience that is a successful game that lasts long-term. And in that kind of scope, we're thinking, um, how does this community of how many thousand like people from Gen Z and Gen A get interested, you know, long-term in a brand? And what we do in each activation that allows us to do it is figure out a way that like these brands can engage with Robloxians properly so that when they come in, they have a reason to last and stay longer in the scope of years and months instead of just that initial few weeks. Um, and really just thinking about, hey, how do they fit in? Well, I mean, it goes back to the really cringy analogy I did earlier of um, you need to be playing at the level of people on Roblox and thinking about it as gamers, not as marketers. Yeah, thinking about thinking about the enjoyment first, thinking about, again, what is the value that they're getting from? I mean, you, your point about the lasting power and, you know, thinking of this as long-term investments, not not something short that you're doing, but again, a kind of an ongoing investment in, into your audiences, I think is, is so important as brands. Because again, if we think about the Gucci one, let's say even that they sold a lot of products. Even Yeah, they sold like 900,000 right? dollars. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, for them, they're like, oh, that's great. But the question that I ask is, well, the primary audience on Roblox is teenagers essentially what were you doing to kind of start to build their preference and awareness for your brand that's going to take them when they start to be buying consumers so that they don't just think of you as another gaudy luxury brand you know th- i guess yeah, that's the exactly. thing that starts to come to my that's, mind i'm sure that's, that's the like thing the, you think about yeah that's exactly the strength of i think roblox you have at your hands millions and millions of you know like gen z and gen a who you could do anything to curry favor with um a good example like even for something i worked on is like chipotle they give away a million dollars in free food of just free burritos and uh while they did like almost inadvertently it was actually just because i think because a lot of games released a halloween update at the same time they are rumored to have crashed roblox for a day from like the volume of people that were trying to get free food and everyone like who's been on roblox in the last few years remembers chipotle and they remember what happened with it and compare that to every other activation that has come and went and faded um when you do something that is relevant or big and bold people will remember it like gucci i am sure um well people will probably forget about it in like five years if you ask people what do you think of gucci and just generally on roblox you're gonna be like ah oh, it's cringe like you know um they sold us goods they could have done something much more interesting um and the same is true just if you think about any activation that is done poorly on roblox and again um we want we want to use the expertise and knowledge that we have to make sure that you can be someone like gucci but you can come onto roblox in a way where in a year people are saying holy shit this was the best thing that we've seen on roblox and uh, conveniently actually like as you see more and more recently people are complaining like let's take the samsung when i saw i was just reading through twitter some roblox news account announced hey samsung's on roblox and they were like what do you think and people were just complaining they're all, oh i don't like how all the experiences from brands on roblox recently have been done poorly and how they're not interesting and how like the the more interesting games for us to be playing are things that just independent developers have released in the last several months and 
that right there, if you're thinking it's a brand, it's like, go for it. That's your opportunity. Go make with proper investment as long as a long term plat, like as a long term experience and a platform, uh, something that Roblox will love and that will rival all of the like over Roblox's lifetime. There have been like 360 something activations, and this this year probably like. 20 or so um go rival all of that and say like do it right and make people remember you for doing a good thing and um if anything i'm saying is, is still confusing let me just describe roblox and this entire idea of making a platform and a community out of it as um you're buying like a social media account that you can do within like within some senses whatever with like post and promote what content whatever content you want from um that gets you know like millions of followers in its first few weeks if, if done right, uh, that you can then use to, hey, we have a like new product, we have uh, a new campaign that you can then distribute and use as like, uh, I, I use vector, I don't know if it's the right term, but as a way to communicate with your audience. And then also kind of, you gave a really good example about um, in the next few years when people are thinking about, are they going to be um, interested in one brand or the other? thinking about, oh, like, I remember they did something cool on Roblox, and this has kind of influenced my um, image of a brand. And I think it's Roblox is less something that you're going to be thinking of as a traditional campaign where you're just, hey, we did a Roblox event, our sales have gone up by X amount of percent. It's more, um, how can you change what an entire generation is thinking of you as a brand and, um, and change it for the better, right? Yeah, absolutely. And 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 having that um having that not faith isn't the right word at all, but having that that clarity of focus that you know that you if you have a if you have a if you have a goal and you have a mission that you know you can kind of build that build that kind of loyalty and also build on an experience over time. We talk to this all the time about brands about not being so um not being so worried about having everything in in the first go. We face this with websites, right? When we create new websites or new content hubs, we want all the bells and whistles to start instead of saying, well, actually, we're going to look at this as, as a development opportunity and we're going to see how it goes and we're going to see what the community wants and we're going to kind of build on it, you know, from there. So there's some, it seems like there's so many similarities between, frankly, you know, Roblox or, or any kind of new initiative that that brands want to start so there's not that much difference um yeah i think like um games like i'm gonna go back to think like gamers not marketers because gamers are your target audiences which is one of the quotes i just made for the entire jack morton stuff and that i would advise brands to think into um what you're doing here is not hey, we'll do a Roblox experience one time. It has to have everything. It has to do well. Like, you you can do that if you spend something like six to 12 months making experience. By God, we will make you the best experience mankind has ever seen. But if you're thinking about, uh, like, what a brand can realistically be doing, um, they should start with something fun that is, like, simple enough to actually get the get rolling, be a good experience, and build long-term a audience around their game. Um, no game, even the popular ones, like, let's take Adopt Me, right? It's one of the probably most well-known, biggest Roblox games. Your kids probably play it, if not something like Brookhaven. Um, none of these games got big and stayed big overnight. The way that they have gotten to where they are is like years and years of every week, every few weeks or something, making an update and bringing more and more players and interest in that game um, or experience 
over a long time span. I'm not saying like you're not going to see like good stats until it's been like two years into it. You can get them even on launch, but the ability in Roblox is not, hey, we'll just get some, we'll get Venture, uh, what is it, like TechCrunch or something to write, um, oh no, VentureBeat is what I'm thinking of, to write about, uh, hey, like we're in Roblox now, this brand is like, what do you think? They've done something in Roblox. No, the ability is being able to look back on it a, like a year or something later and say, um, hey, like people on Roblox associate us with doing good things. They think of us as like... <laughs> A modern and like relevant and hip and cool brand because we um in roblox we were modern relevant hip and cool as a contrast to everyone else and when there are like huge huge industries even like um like yeah 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 i'm not going to name the specific ones because we have stuff for the first industries but uh, uh <laughs> there are huge industries where um nothing has happened yet and you could be that first hip and cool brand to just say you're like the only x product or whatever in this entire market uh that is relevant to people and and that's the strength right you you need to think about it as not like there's some guy in front of me telling i telling me i should be doing marketing on roblox for whatever reason uh because it's something we should be doing for the metaverse headline no it's because um you have effectively at your disposal millions and millions of daily active users probably like Roblox wants to get to a billion monthly active users in the next several years, like five years, I believe they have about 209 million right now. Um, you have all of this at your disposal. You have like 10 billion engagement hours each year. You have all of the brands, resources, developers, and ability, like I'll pause there, Roblox's motto is powering imagination. You could be like, they're serious about it. It is, you can make anything. You could make <laughs> unicorns on a rainbow on a cloud or something with a brand logo <laughs> and nobody's going to stop you. You have all of this at your disposal disposal and the power to change to shift with like within a generation what people are thinking about your brand and it, sh it should be much much more than we'll just do it for the headlines and that's also like one of the things i think brands need to start thinking about instead of uh we're going to test the waters we're going to hopefully get this out into roblox because we want it to be big um you will get big if you do something that has never been seen before and that um is all about making something Robloxians are interested in. Again, like repeating myself mm -hmm. a few times there, but kind <laughs> of a relevant point. No, oh, totally. And I, no, I think it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, just two quick questions before we kind of move on to, to you know, how to do things better and, and where we're seeing successes. Yeah, yeah. I think one, to kind of be on, I feel like any skeptic who's listening to this is going to say, well, yeah, but no, no brand led game or experience is probably ever going to be able to compete with just a game game like adopt me or Brookhaven, like as you, you pointed out. So, you know, th that's the kind of, that's the kind of first point is, you know, do you think that there actually is even the interests of players really don't care where something's coming from as long as it is engaging. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll just ask that pointy question. Yeah. <laughs> pointy I, I think question that's part. very true. Like, um, you can, like, I'm going to switch over real quick to entertainment because entertainment is a really good example. Um, back in, um, when was squid game? That was like last year, wasn't it? The Netflix show. Yeah. So, um, uh, using that as an example of perhaps, okay, it's not like a mainstream brand, but bear with me. Um, that blew up on Roblox when Squid Game, like, in cultural value blew up. Roblox is very, very tied to the, um, what is interesting, like, amongst the culture of, like, this 
Gen Z and Gen A. Now, there are very many Roblox games that had like millions and thousands of plays that got as big or like near to that level of being as big as Adopt Me. And nobody once said, hey, oh, this is like, there wasn't, like Netflix opened up the IP for anyone on Roblox because they realized it was very popular. Poor move on their part, they could have made a proper Squid Game game. Um, but that aside, like, Nobody ever was saying, oh, hey, this is like an actual TV show. Ooh, I don't want to play this. I want to be playing adopting. No, people were actively leaving whatever game they would play to go play this new amazing um, like TV show that they could... I, I don't know the timelines of stuff, but if you're thinking even about TV, like you could match new seasons that are airing with new updates and give people continuous content to kind of expand on. Uh, Netflix, again, also did it with Stranger... This was an official one, rather. They did it with Stranger Things while the show was off-air. Uh, they made a Roblox experience for people who like the IP to come and play. And no one was saying, you, big corporations, I don't like this. But people will be saying, you, big corporations, I don't like this, if your game has a 30% like ratio because it was made by um, people who from the start were like, oh, hey, we should be looking at Roblox as a way to get like um, a lot of brands into the metaverse really quick because that's like fundamentally wrong. It's um, more about... like people who understand this is Roblox, this is what you need to do, this is how you're going to do it over a few years, uh, this is how you're going to get big, and the like one word answer to that is make it fun. Okay, that's not one word, but uh, make it mm. fun, and people like they won't be caring whether you're a big corporation, right? Um, if you make Adopt Me, but ten times better, like, yeah, yeah, people are going to play it. The only reason that no brand has yet to, like, compete something like Adopt Me or Brookhaven is just because Adopt Me has been there making updates and growing the community for something like five years. Or so. No, actually, I remember even, like, in the early days of Roblox, probably, like, years and years and years. And you obviously can't replicate that when you've only existed after launch for, like, a few months. It's going to take a while to get to that level. But even mm. now, you see all of these events. They still get, like, three, 5,000 concurrent plays um, when a thing launches. Spotify Island being a good example, um, it has probably, like, three, 5,000-ish plays. And um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with it, right? And because that's... Um, as Spotify, and I actually gave them this suggestion of, like a year ago that they should go for a platform, what they're doing now is, uh, hey, you know, artists can make music on Roblox through our experience and they can sell items and whatever else to pretty much lower the barrier of entry for the, like this entire music industry to get into Roblox. Um, and that's interesting because you can see that more and more brands, Spotify included, have started to think of Roblox as an opportunity to make um, long-term experiences that will keep their value because they have new content. And this is like a second point of the reason Adopt Me, any game on Roblox is popular is because a lot of these people, they have teams of like, uh, when you're a big studio, right? They have like teams of five something people working on a game to pump out an update every single week, like on, on Fridays or something, right? Because most people are off school then. Uh, so people come back and they're like, holy, holy shit, I've got like, wow, new cars, new pets, whatever else in this game for me to play. That's interesting. But the reason brand experiences like they tend to get unpopular after like that two, three, two to three weeks is because you might get several hours of playtime out of it if you're like a just a passing fan maybe like a day if you're like really dedicated um as in like 24 hours i mean um but after that there's not much new content and that's because everyone's like oh hey we'll test the waters we'll make a roblox experience we'll get big um uh, but again think like a gamer not a marketer um go with some content and just keep adding on 
and do that while you're still in the spotlight of hey branded roblox because more and more people are going to exponentially start coming to your game um and you'll catch like the dip in interest with a new update which will bring a, a new peak and you do that over and over again to kind of get like this exponential curve i'm going into data now but <laughs> get this like exponential curve of interest and audience well, no, it, it it makes it makes so much. But and I want to kind of build on a point that you just mentioned because I think uh, it's re it's really important. You know, you you called out quite rightly that Roblox, like most platforms, but probably a little bit more than than others, um, is very sensitive to kind of trends and what's popular on there. Does is heavily influenced by kind of what's going on in culture. When you think of that, and you also talk about building games that last. Other than obviously, let's say you're doing kind of the updates and or that's your plan too. How do you build a game in Roblox that will stand the test of time that isn't just kind of riding a fad? Is it really just about the updates or, or do you think there's another trick in the mix? I think, uh, I mean, when I say updates, I'm, I'm more thinking of the content. Now, you can build a successful game with content and advertising. That's just like that that's easy right as long as you've got the right well i say right it's easy for us probably not just generally at face value easy um you could make a good game as long as it has a good idea you add constant updates the way you make it stand the test of time i think is um and this is like the strength almost in it is building a community of fans specifically around that game and then listening to what they have to say and as that becomes more and more popular you'll have uh, like, say, like one of our games, right? We have a community of something like 36,000 people. Um, they ask for an update. A few months later, we'll pump out, well, months or weeks, whatever. We'll get them that update. They're happy. What that, that means is, like, those 36,000 people, maybe they have their favorite Roblox influencer. They'll go and spam their DMs on Twitter or something, be like, make a video, make a video. Uh, that influencer will make a video. They'll get new fans. Uh, new fans will come into the game. Same cycle repeats. Uh, you need to think of it more as... Um, Hey, we'll just you know make a game, make content, easy, peasy. No, it's um, it's about making something that's worthwhile and builds on itself and makes like each week it becomes the best version of what it can be, or week or month or whatever. Um, and that way you can stand the test of time because say if something is going down in relevancy, like um, um, the, the metaverse, God forbid, or something, even though this is. That's a separate point. But uh, say, like, less and less brands are interested in it, right? If you still have a fun experience, like, I, I don't know about Squid Game because I don't know about the IP, but um, a, a good experience, like, um, there's a Disney show, I think, Miraculous Ladybug or something. Um, that's still, like, really popular, even though it's been, I don't know how many months or something. Um, each time a season comes out, uh, there's more and more fans. So more and more fans, and that translates into Roblox plays, right? You can keep relevancy and, and interest on Roblox provided you're doing um, something that iterates on itself, because then each time it's a fresh experience. But And from that, you can get cultural value from um, using the Roblox platform's audience, its influences, its um, marketing, and it's just what people embed into its culture, like Chipotle has embedded itself, um, into, hey, like this is, this is what's popular and fun, and you keep making it popular and fun so that uh, in the next several years, people will think of your game the same way as they think of Adopt Me. And I think that is a very, like, very, very hard thing to achieve because a lot of games on Roblox are made and um, getting them to that, like, top three, five, three, 500, like, 40 million experiences, 500 uh, something, uh, like, top games. Probably more, maybe, like, a 1,000. Um, it's hard to get there. But the biggest thing that a brand has an advantage to do is you have... 
the fundamentally budget, audience, and just, I, I'm going to use a modern word, clout, forgive me, please, um, of, of a brand to be able to just come in and, and do something far better than Adopt Me did it in its early days. Because all of these games on Roblox are typically made by a few developers who are hobbyists, and they, like, let's take Jailbreak, uh, one of the more popular experiences through lockdown and everything else. Um, it was made by two like college t- uh, people in college in like their bedrooms with like not any budget. It was just two hobbyists making a Roblox game. And that got popular. Now think about a brand. You can be putting in like six, seven figures into an experience to make something... Uh, bloody amazing with like 20 or 30 just on your project alone 20 or 30 of the best people in roblox working on it um and then have the ability to just go post on your twitter account or make a tv campaign like um just saying hey our roblox experience is here come play it i was um nightland for example i was walking out of the cinema in in london in in view in westfield and i just saw on one of the advertising banners there was a like 16 by 9 trailer for uh nightland and i was like wow this has big reach and being like being able to do that as a brand is what's going to get players into your game. And I think all of these people are thinking, oh, hey, we'll just make a Roblox experience. It's fine. Like, we don't have to advertise it, whatever else. Like, um, go to like all the media outlets, go make your own like trailers, like TV campaigns, whatever else to continuously get value and interest in the real world and in Roblox around your brand and as an extension of your brand, Roblox. It shouldn't be something like, um, this is just a campaign we're doing. People should start to think of um, like the Roblox identity of your brand is how you present yourself to like Gen Z, Gen A. It's how people interact beyond, you know, <laughs> Twitter comments or whatever else whenever you post a tweet. That's the strength of Roblox uh, on balance with uh, just, you know, whatever people are thinking of doing now. Mm. Yeah, and you talk about the the kind of that integration of real world and then digital. And that's something that we talk a lot about at Jack because frankly, it's, I mean, we know it's the direction that we're going, obviously, like, you know, this, whether, whether you want to call it the metaverse, whether you want to talk about the cyber physical continuum of things working digitally and syncing up in real life, you know, any of those elements, that is the direction that we're going as consumers and you know the ease of use, uh, but also in experiences and being able to move from things in real life and digitally and to have the benefits of both. With that in mind, do you think that, or how important would you say the integration of some of those real life brand perks are when using Roblox or maybe when setting something up, similar to what Chipotle did, maybe on a smaller yeah, yeah. scale though, maybe not it's, quite it's like, a million yeah. burritos, but yeah, you know. yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's like your biggest advantage as a brand. Um, most Roblox experiences are, do not have the ability to go put out a tweet that will be seen by that. You know, like um, if a brand puts out like a funny tweet that references a meme or something, the next day influences like, oh my God, this brand is relevant and, and fun and whatever else, look at that tweet, right? You That power you have as something that everyone knows or buys or whatever else is something that can translate very, very well into Roblox. Um, Nerf, for example, um, they did something where you can buy uh, blasters, like Nerf blasters in real life and get them inside the Nerf experience on Roblox. And like looking at like that in of itself, that that's a cool thing to do, right? Uh, and that means you've driven traffic to both like the real life Nerf blasters in your game as a result of that. Uh, they partnered with big games. You can buy them on Amazon and everything else. And now it's not just enough experience as like um, 
jailbreak nerf blasters, right? That you can get inside the game as like a gun, because uh, jailbreak is cops versus robbers, and if you buy the thing on Amazon. So that's like, uh, yeah, that, that's a power you have as a brand that is going to be very hard to um, for, for people to compete with. And I think it's something people should definitely look at. Like, uh, I can guarantee probably like, on that day when I walked out of uh, view and saw the Nightland advert, probably a bunch of kids walked by it and they were like, hey, that's Roblox. And because at the end it was like, play Nightland on Roblox. Uh, people are going to be like, holy shit, I need to go play that. Uh, and you can do that, but uh, like adopt me. Okay, maybe they're the biggest game, but if we go to something like um, Bloxburg, even though they are quite a big game that has thousands of daily active users, um, they can't go put an advert in central London on a billboard. Uh and that's something yeah. you can do as a brand that is like amazing to integrate both Roblox and real life. Um, you have a lot of yeah, ability, I, I think. That. And, and I, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of unimaginative people out there being like, hey, let's do Roblox. Let's make you an experience like a uh, brand tycoon or something. Like tycoon being like, uh, it's a name for like building stuff, like build a factory yeah. for like yeah exactly uh, well, I mean, we, we all remember that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, i remember i remember i'm thinking of roller coaster tycoon yeah roller coaster tycoon the old uh old uh computer yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so it's exactly you bring up such a good point people who will just be coming up with that um and you could be doing so much more as a brand anyway yeah go on no no i just think it's so great and i think what's important you know for for you know, people on the brand side listening, because I think it could be, again, easy to listen to this conversation and just hear limitations. Oh, you want us to like build something, but not necessarily plaster our brand everywhere, or you want us to create something interesting, but, but what's the, what's the short-term payoff? And I think you've answered a lot of that, but what you're just pointing out is brands are not disadvantaged in this place. You know, there is a huge levels of opportunity here for them to succeed with a massive and engaged audience. And frankly, they have better access to the resources and the tools needed to be successful than, you know, most of the native gaming creators out there. So to, they're not on the back foot. If anything, brands are in a really ripe position to take advantage of a platform like this and, and create amazing things that catch headlines because they're engaging the audience in yeah, a powerful yeah. way and being successful. And on second to that, like I'll go back to what I said earlier, very, very few brands have done it well so far because you could count the people who've been making Roblox experiences on your hands and, um, <laughs> to, to do the elevator pitch again like we're the only people who are completely from roblox and that goes to show that uh so that's why all of these experiences are averaging like a 40 50 percent like ratio um because like nobody knows how to make good experience well no, not a lot of people know how to make good roblox experiences and then that translates to brands that have not yet made good experiences and you could be the first, like, I know mm. that there are some huge fortune, like, 100s, fortune 10s, even, uh, that have been thinking about, like, Roblox and brands, but have not yet publicly said anything. And you could just come into a platform like Roblox and, and do something uh, that's incredible and, and catch headlines from your the value of your experience, but also do it better than anyone else has. Like, Nikeland is a good example, right? Or, or Nike, I constantly mispronounce it. Um they're the first, I think, sneaker brand that ever came into Roblox. And 
people like I speak to a lot of marketers. They love referencing it because it first off translated things and translated a brand into Roblox in a really nice visual style that worked in Roblox, and secondly, just because it was the first. Uh, and that is true for like every industry that has yet to be the first. Mm. Yeah, you know, there's just so much to it. And obviously Nike has, you know, I'll say Nike as, as in the American, but like, you know, <laughs> Nike has obviously put in a shift, you know, with, you know, claiming such a big part of Sandbox as well um, and Roblox, you know, it's clear that they're taking this very seriously. And again, I think it's easy for people to say, well, they're a consumer brand uh, and, and you know, and they, they sell, you know, very kind of young products, but look beyond that, look past that, um, and, and look to the success, I think is, is the story coming from both of us of like, you know, don't just take it on the surface. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think like, I, I like to reference Nike a lot. Uh, yeah. I said it right this time. Um, because it's just like one of the things that I hear marketers toss around a lot, but, um, a good example of, you know, you've had Netflix with stranger things you've had, um, Vance and stuff. You've had Chipotle. All of these have, have done really well at their level. And equally on the back end of that, you've had like the Grammys, you've had Paramount with Nickelodeon and Gucci, who have all come onto Roblox and for their own reasons. I've mentioned it in Jack's uh, the Jack X thing. Uh, for their own reason, like failed or flopped on Roblox. Um, and while I think like Paramount can definitely come back on Roblox, Nickelodeon, they've already got Nickelodeon, whatever it's called, Nickverse. You, you know, you're not going to make a second one. So unless you make a different IP, you have to improve that one, and that's like what they fundamentally have to do. Um, and that's I think, yeah, like you need to do it right. And uh, yeah, I, I'm going to prattle on again about how to do it right, but <laughs> I'll let you carry on. <laughs> No, that's awesome. Well, you know, just as we just as we kind of start to wrap up here and, and you think uh, getting back to you guys and the work that you're doing, you know, what it, what is your dream future for Row for Code? Is it, you know, you're just hoping to get it? I know you guys are already working with so many big brands, some of which you are allowed to talk about, some of which you yeah. can't, um, you know, but <laughs> what's kind of your, your dream scenario? <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, I, to be honest, I think for us, it's, um, I like, I, I'll like, we, I had a call with like our entire team yesterday, just like, you could work with any brand. Who do you want to work with? And we came back with like so many big ideas for, you know what? I, I'll be, I'll be honest here. I'll pull up the list and, uh, just name and shame. Good thing. Good ideas to do on Roblox. Uh, give me one second. Uh, hold on. Uh, Okay. Okay, so we had a, uh, you know, okay, I'm going by order that we wrote them down here. So uh, you had like Pepsi, KFC, Pizza Hut, they could, um, they could all do amazing things. Pepsi has Pepsi Man, uh, KFC, huge cultural value to a lot of Gen Z's, Gen A, same with Pizza Hut. Uh, Coca-Cola could do the same with Coca-Cola and Toblerone. Um, Unilever has like Ben and & Jerry's and Magnum. Think about like ice cream in the summer, right? Um PNG, uh, they have like a lot of uh, cleaning products and stuff. You could do like House Flipper, huge popular game. Uh, Nestle, they have uh, Smarties, Cheerios, Nesquik, Kikat, all these good IPs. And that's actually a good focus. All of what you should be doing on Roblox needs to be um, something 
like it's better to bring a brand into Roblox that it matches the the audience that matches the demographic instead of um, like we're gonna sell cars to teenagers that might work but you know you're gonna have an easier time selling hot chocolate um, and then you have everything going down like uh, Disney has Star Wars uh, and like the entire Magic Kingdom stuff and Marvel like that would be huge there is so so much Star Wars on Roblox that is so so popular uh, and Roblox has even done stuff with Star Wars in the past and then you have everything like um, Cartoon Network has Gumball, you have all of the designer brands like Armani, like Boss, that could do it far better than Gucci. You have, I mentioned McDonald's earlier, you could do like uh, McDonald's Burger Builder or something, or like a tycoon with it, right? Uh, since their entire thing is secondary, like the, um, the land, like McDonald's places are set up in. Uh, and then you have every other brand that we didn't come up with in this call, but uh, for us, it's being able to make these ideas with these big brands that are more and more likely to be to spend like a year probing something out and then only make like a small small experience that's not going to achieve what it should achieve um for us it's being able to make you know like mcdonald's bug builder and make it popular and give it um cultural value both on and off roblox um and like honestly for <laughs> for us it was always like hey we we want to prevent all of the people who don't know how to make Roblox experiences messing it up for a brand that's only going to try it once. Um, because everything I just named and shamed right there, and even more, has huge, huge potential on Roblox. But, uh, you know, some of them, probably one or two of them, are going to go with um, the, the business people that have no idea what they're talking about in reality, and they're going to make something that isn't fun. And Astride there is also working with agencies that have the the decades and some centuries of like marketing experience to know uh this is to work together and figure out this is how we can translate uh huge f100 whatever into um a platform like roblox and make everyone happy uh throughout and then pull out all the tv campaigns and everything else that a brand can do well, that's great and you know well i think uh anyone working for those brands listening you're welcome for the free <laughs> ideas uh you know give tom a call but you know I, I would say you know the same to any brand you know just yeah, as we wrap up here the same to any brand of if you're thinking about getting into this space you know if you're if you're thinking about this opportunity if you're interested in exploring Take a second to think, take a second to talk to the native people on the platform or, or get engaged with, with, you know, with an agency uh, or with a group of studio like you, Tom, because, you know, that's the first place to start. That's the first step. And, you know, everything else after that, like, you know, you can you can go down that road and you can figure out the level of comfortability. But yeah, yeah. start with the native conversation <laughs> and go from there. Yeah, and I think like with Roblox, it's um, Roblox's pillars. I forget which exactly, but I know they were always built on this idea of community. And um, I, I get actually a few questions like, "What do you think?" I don't know if it's relevant to bring it up, but what do you think of platforms like Fortnite and Minecraft compared to Roblox? Um, Roblox was always built from the start on like community and let's make experiences, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, from that, you have kind of unbridled possibility to. Um, be i don't know whatever any of the brands i named or whatever else i didn't name and build a huge huge community i'm like star wars right i'm i'm a fan even uh there are thousands of star wars roleplay groups that are like jedi like people role-playing as jedi there are full-on games that are like roblox star wars battlefront or like tie fighter like the, the space fighters in star wars um all of that and disney please don't <laughs> uh, shut them down there are like literally thousands um 
that's so, so popular in Roblox. And that comes from communities building um, experiences around what they love. And that goes to show that um, there is so much power in leveraging what communities are interested in and doing it at a like a better execution with the more resources that you have as a brand like i'll, I'll just end off here like vance for example they did something clever because there was never a really like good popular i think i think don't quote me skateboarding game on roblox um and they made a skateboarding game to patch that hole in the entire ecosystem. And that's why they were they had like a secondary audience, not only the brand people or those who are interested in it, but people who wanted to play a skateboarding game coming into Roblox and being like, hey, I like I like Vance now. I remember this is the skateboarding game I played as a kid or something. Um, and that's what the that's what brands can also be doing and should be doing instead of um, <laughs> some wacko that's pitching you, hey, do the metaverse because the metaverse is cool. <laughs> Oh, so true. So true. Yeah, the Vans one. God, it's it, it's such a great, such a great example. Well, Tom, I just you know such a big thank you to you for for taking the time to for, to talk to us and to you know help educate people about you know what the opportunity is, all the potential that lies there, and frankly, you know how to get on the road to success. Um, your enthusiasm uh, is definitely infectious, uh, and I think anybody listening to this will yeah. agree. So, thank you very much. Great. That's that's great to hear. Yeah, I encourage everyone to just, you know, I, I ended on this even in the Jack presentation. Like, if you're interested in Roblox, please, I beg you, you're going to hate me for giving you homework, but just go make a Roblox account and play Roblox. Uh, give it give it a bit, you'll find, like, it'll start off with an algorithm that doesn't know you. Eventually, if you play it for long enough, it'll find out what you like and recommend you good games. But um, that is and should be the first step in figuring out what all of us right now across the world are actually talking about, because I think a lot of the the stakeholders that are or might get interested in Roblox idea will never kind of put two and two together of like this is why a brand needs to be here and the second you go and play like um I know summer's coming up ice cream right um the second you think about oh hey there are so many food building games and it's so so popular there's so many like cafe games that have thousands of and hundreds of thousands of people in their communities you're not going to find that out until uh you go play roblox for a bit and once you find that out you can say hey i represent an ice cream brand like the two and two work together we can have our products in all of these places you can have like official I don't know, generic ice cream brand uh, inside all these cafes. We could have our own. People could be like eating ice cream in summer in the metaverse, whatever. You got a free idea that I came up with. Um, you won't find like that connection until you play Roblox yourself. Um, and, and that's why you should, uh, because um, there's a lot of potential. And trust me, like whatever you're thinking of as a brand is going to, like if it's done right, going to be revolutionary. Um, but you should definitely understand why it's being done beyond hey um we should do this because the metaverse is popular right now that's definitely true but um i think the the fad or trend of big brands coming into the metaverse will eventually die down in several years and what will remain there is what has stood the test of time because it made a a, a good and valuable experience and i think at the moment there is a huge huge gap for those like valuable experiences or uh, if you're like a big company that owns a bunch of brands, think about like a main experience and you can go to like all of the, I don't know, 20 different brands you own, like their own Roblox game and intertie that and everything. Um, like that potential is there and that will stand the test of time if done right. But nobody's done that yet. So um, <laughs> there's a bunch of ideas and inspiration that I very much hope people will uh, start thinking about just for the sake of um, 
just leveraging what Roblox has, I'll give you the statistics, 40 million experiences, 55 million uh, daily active users, 209 million monthly, and 10 billion engagement hours each year. Uh, leveraging all of that to uh, come into Roblox like an, in an awesome way that's just like interesting and relevant to an entire generation that's going to revolutionize where you stand as a brand. It's been a very, very long tangent. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I think, you know, again, your enthusiasm and I think knowledge on the subject uh, makes all the difference. And, uh, you know, uh, I really look forward to to working with you more in the future because I know that this won't <laughs> be the last time uh, that yeah. we talk for sure. <laughs> no, I completely agree. I mean, I would say the same for... Um for us and just generally for brands and Roblox, just, just, uh, uh, yeah, just come into Roblox already. <laughs> We're waiting <laughs> as are like millions of people. <laughs> uh, that's the perfect way to end. That is the perfect way to end. We're waiting. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Tom. Appreciate your time Thanks, yeah. and, uh, and your knowledge. 